So the big question is this. How do most agents who don't have access to the secrets that the top agents hoard to themselves grow and prosper in today's real estate environment? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Pat Hyben, and welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. Congratulations to Latitude Realty, our newest broker in the Rebus University's Preferred Partners Program. Brokers like Ameritim Realty, Dunes Properties, Impact Real Estate, Long and Foster, yes, Long and Foster with 11,000 agents in multiple states, Plumtree Realty, Real Estate Professionals, Realty Ohio, Remax Advantage, Remax Essential, Agent Strong. These brokers have taken it upon themselves to get their agents significant discounts on all of the 12 Rebus University courses. Their agents are learning from the best and producing like maniacs. If you're an agent at one of these companies, go to rebusuniversity.com right now and start learning today. If you want unpublished pricing for your agents, like these brokers have done, go to hybendigital.com backslash teams or simply call Katherine Brower at 843-749-9900. That's 843-749-9900. Your agents will be impressed. And now for the review of the day. Okay, I got a great review here on iTunes. Thank you so much. This is from Germ4641. Germ4641, great content, not great audio. Damn. Sorry about that, Germ. Let me see what this one's about. I'm a huge fan of the show. It's super informative, and there are great guests and awesome content. I would give five stars if the audio wasn't so bad. The gain is way too high on Pat's microphone. He always sounds distorted and sometimes way louder than his guests. Hmm, yeah, that's interesting. I need to talk to technology about that, I guess. I'm sorry about that. You know, I have a professional mic and all the guests come on. They usually are just talking into the speakers in their computers. So I wonder if there's something we can do about that. Thank you, Germ, though. I eat feedback for breakfast and we'll be looking into this. Keep the comments coming, guys. I love them. And remember, I eat feedback for breakfast. So give me a one-star review if you want or a five-star review if you want. I don't care. And the more reviews we get, the better guests we get. So please, subscribe first and then leave us a review or wherever you're listening. All right, Rockstar Nation, I have an old friend of mine from back in the day when I was slinging it, and um, she is doing some great things and has a lot of good things to say, and I wanted to catch up with her, and I wanted to record it because there's going to be a ton of good stuff here for everybody. So without further ado, let's welcome Missy Miller-Aldave to Real Estate Rockstars. Missy, welcome to the show. Thanks, Pat. Thanks for having me. Hey, Missy, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself so they get to know you better? So let's see. Um, We were just talking about our age, and um, I got licensed in 1994, so in some time. 
I started as a buyer's agent for my mom, who at the time was, I guess, a Cobalt Banker, and she had always aspired to be at Remax. Um, back then, it was a real privilege to be at Remax because, for the same reasons, I guess you were there. Um, Alex, who we had both worked for and who was our broker, um, had a neat location, which was on Route 100, and Nancy thought, what a great opportunity that that would give us to really take advantage of sort of a tri-county location. We had access to Howard, Baltimore, and Anne Arundel County, and I've been there ever since, so it's worked well for us. Um, I've transitioned over to be the team leader at the Miller team, and we have several buyer's agents, um, one of whom is now my sister, Megan Miller Minderline, and of course, Nancy's still here, still um, selling homes and absolutely loving it. I have three daughters, um, Madison, Paige, and Andy, all of whom are either in college or college graduates and have been married to the same guy now for 28 years. So it's, um, it's been great, and real estate has been super great to our family. Um, I was in a sales position before working for an insurance company, and I think I looked at real estate as really a way to increase my income, and it's done just that. Wow, that's amazing. So essentially your mother, daughter, sister team. And do, do you think any of your three daughters now are going to go into the real estate business? I have one that's a possibility. My oldest daughter, as I told you earlier, is in New York. She's a trader at City, and I don't see her coming back um, necessarily to Baltimore. Um, my youngest daughter has some athletic aspirations, but my middle one would be perfect for it. So we'll see. Um, no pressure there, um, but I'd love to have her if she chose the path. That's cool. That's cool. So, all right, so let's get down to some nitty-gritty. So, like, how many houses did the Miller team sell last year? So last year we sold 152. Um, it was about a volume of about $48 million. Um, We've got about... 85 homes um, under contract and or sold so far this year. And I guess that's about $29 million. I, I, That was my latest calculation. Wow, that's awesome. And, and so, um, as we like to say on the show, ECI, Ego Commission Income, what was your ECI, is, would you say, in the last 12 months? Um, well, I, I don't know rolling 12 months. So 2017 was a little over a million and this year it's about 700,000. Okay. So a million bucks. And then what, what's your profit margin on that million? Um, that's a great question. And I was hoping you weren't going to ask me cause I'd have to go back and really look and, and calculate, but I would say we're probably running expenses at about 30, 33%. So if so, your expenses are let's say thirty three percent. That would mean you'd made about six hundred fifty grand, right? Profit. That's not bad. So okay, let's talk about this. So you know, you know, one of the questions that we always ask on the show, and we usually wait for the very end of the show to ask it. I am going to ask now because I know you and I know your business model. And I think, it's a, I think it's a good question to lead into a conversation about how you, your sister, and your mom uh, do business. And so that is this. If, uh, if I took you, Missy, right, and I put you on an island. Now, this island is not deserted. There's a lot of people on this island. They're buying and selling things. There's commerce. And I, and I 
put you with nine other real estate agents. Mm -hmm. And I gave you each a thousand dollars, a cell phone and a laptop computer. And the only thing that you have in common with these nine other agents is that none of you know anyone. Okay. And I give you six months and whoever sells the most houses in six months mm -hmm. gets $5 million prize. Oh How are you going to win this show? <laughs> I love that. So honestly, it's how probably I got started with Nancy. Um, we didn't have a lot of technology. If you remember, um, we had a phone. I think cell phones were really new. Yeah, car phones maybe. Yeah. yeah, I had one in a bag initially. Yeah, right. Interesting. Um, I do think we had computers, and the MLS had just kind of moved on to um, like a, a real database. Like I think before, right before we, I had gotten started, it was a book that got published and would get delivered weekly. So we did have a computer, but when I got started, I was very hesitant to talk to people that I knew very hesitant because I was starting a new career. Why would they pick me as their real estate agent? This was a big financial decision for people. So literally when I got started, Nancy said, look, I've been doing some work with Mike Ferry. I'd like you to go. That's going to be your introduction. So I went totally grooved on it for the following reasons. I had scripts. I had a phone. I was not comfortable making those phone calls. So in essence, cold calling. And that's really how I got my business started. So it was calling expireds, calling um, not so much for sale by owners, but just listed and just sold. And I followed his model. And that was to become an expert in a particular neighborhood. And I remember exactly the neighborhood in one year, literally all of my business, which was 40 homes at the time came from that one neighborhood. So your first year in the business. It wasn't my first year, but it was probably my fifth or sixth year where I kind of really got the systems down. But I had sold one in there, sold a second one, and then I was like, hey, this really does work. So it was becoming the expert in that neighborhood. But it was only a phone. It was only a crisscross directory. And... That was it. And, and, and so your advice is, and this is how you would win the show, is you would get a crisscross directory or, or, or any directory with people's names and numbers in it, and uh, you would just call down, bang on the phone. And there's, there are so many great scripts out there, and that's one thing that I felt I did really early on. I internalized those scripts. I knew them. I had them up on my wall. I could go down at any point in time. And, and I internalized them. Like, they weren't fake. It was, hi, this is Missy Miller with Remax. I just sold 123 Main Street. I know that when a home sells in your neighborhood, generally there's one or two more that sell right away. We got a terrific price. When do you plan on moving? And no one ever said no or, and occasionally you'd get a hang up. But the beauty of it was often they would be like, how did you know? How do you know we were talking about that? It was almost like I had this inside secret. So I would get invited to come out and make a presentation. And that is just such a great way to get started. So if a young person was going to ask me how to get started, this doesn't take a in huge investment. And trust me, we're the recipient of emails, try this, do that. It's really getting back to the basics. And we're 
taking it up a notch where we're sort of using that crisscross directory, but we're incorporating polls, I think is what it's called. We use it now and you can actually get cell phone numbers. Yeah. So it's a, I think it's called Coles resource. Um, yeah. There's a lot of them now and they have, they, yeah, and they have cell phones, which is key, right? I mean, it's kind of cool. It's like your advice is almost like pretend like you're back in time 20 years. All right, guys, here at Real Estate Rockstars Podcast and Rebus University, we have been working on a top secret, incredible program for all real estate agents in the world. And I am so excited about this. This is going to be the best thing we have released yet. Now, we're not opening the doors here for this project until July 9th, but I wanted the Rockstar Nation to get instant access, right? I wanted to make sure that they were guaranteed one of the first 200 spots. We only have 200 spots in the beginning here. And I wanted to give that to the Rockstar Nation. So if you would like an early bird VIP to this new project that we're doing, I can guarantee you first notice to get a spot on July 9th. Just go to futureofrealestatetraining.com backslash early bird or text the word early to 444-999. First 200 people only, I'm so excited about this and I'll guarantee you special VIP treatment and early access by jumping on the list for this project. Hope to see you on there. I don't think it hurts. I mean, it's a model that has built our business. And then, you know, what happens then is you've, you've become the expert in this particular neighborhood. Certainly they have friends, they become your past customers. And today, if you talk to, well, if you look at my numbers and where most of our business comes from, the majority comes from past client referrals, center of influence. Um, right now, just my pendings alone, and I feel really fortunate about that, have come from all those people. And it's people that we worked with 10 years ago. I'm now selling homes to their kids or selling their parents' homes. So you've got to get started somehow. And if you don't want to reach out to people that you know because you're new, or even if you're five years down the road, it, it's, it's an inexpensive, great way to build your base and your raving fan base. Right. And I think the key, which a lot of people miss, is the word inexpensive. I mean, it's essentially free. Yeah. And, and I don't want to come across as sounding like I'm frugal and we don't spend money. We do. But for lead generation, I think we've got to get simple again. Um, online leads are great, but these are not people that know you. They don't know what you're bringing to the table, you're not speaking with them. I mean, if you have some way to communicate, I think over the phone or in person, your results just skyrocket through and, and you know that and I'm sure you've got other top producers that have shared the same. Yeah, I mean, they don't respect you. They don't know you. No. They don't appreciate you. And, and All those things, right? Let's also say this, they've also, as you know, they've already reached out to five more people in between when they've hit the button on Zillow or they 
you know, texted for more information off our sign. They, they, they're not waiting for you. They're not. So it's this huge misnomer. And look, I'm not saying it can't be a part of your business, but it's not predictable. When we get in looking at this, I want predictability. And I know that if I talk to 20 people in a particular neighborhood, I'm going to generate one lead. And my stats are probably a little off. I'm, my, I'm a little more seasoned now, and I know, I, I know the conversations. And let's not call them scripts because people always think that's awful, but let's just call them conversations. I know how many people I need to talk to to generate a lead. I know two leads generates one listing or buyer sale. And then, I, you know, so knowing your numbers and those ratios are key, but it is an inexpensive way to really build your business. Yeah. I mean, we've had several people on the show and I've talked to a lot of agents off the show and there, it, it almost seems like agents are coming from one of two camps. One is your camp, which is an inexpensive, solid uh, uh, way to do it with a high profit margin. And, and the other camp is uh, uh, certainly a lower profit margin, uh, high numbers, uh, it, easier to scale to massive amounts, right? Um, to like, you know, massive, massive teams. Um, but the, the profit margin is so low. And uh, there's some agents out there, there's a lot of agents out there that are actually spending more money than they're making. And, and that's the beauty of this is that, uh, you know, it doesn't cost you anything. It costs time. Yeah, it's time. But look, you're, you're going to spend, you're spending time either way. If you're doing this and this is your career, you've, you've got to hit the trenches. If you don't have any business, if you're setting up a website, that's great. But you have to have a reason for people to go there. And typically the reason is, they either want to see your track record or they're looking for homes that you have for sale. So you've got to get started somehow. Yeah. So Missy, you know, you've been through a lot of ups and downs. You've certainly gotten your head kicked in over the years as every agent has. What is a failure that you, you have had um, that you learned a big lesson from that we can all learn from? I think probably the biggest lesson was not really keeping an eye on expenses. So mm. that's what's, probably taken me back to this conversation is getting, um, and I hate to point out the obvious, but I, I would say Zillow, you know, we let our spend keep increasing thinking that, you know, we were getting business from it and the profit margin was great. And initially it was, but I wasn't monitoring it. So I, you know, it, it was a good lesson learned and, and to be on shorter contracts, if that's something that you're going to do, don't get tied into something that, is six months to a year because I didn't read the fine print. I trusted the salesperson that there would be a way to, you know, drop the spend or, or move it around and it wasn't possible. So, you know, lesson learned for me. Um, it was an expensive one, but we've changed our position now where, you know, we're looking at driving traffic online. We're looking at, um, you know, over the phone, you're, you're looking at, bringing business in in a couple of different ways and not just heavy in one particular area. Mm, yeah, I think a lot of agents get confused as to um, the difference between a commission and a lead and, and that uh, just because you're getting a lot of leads doesn't make necessarily make, make a return um, palatable, you know, a palatable return. Does that make sense? And it sounds like you just, you were like, yeah, look, we're, you know, we're getting all these 
names and people, but at the end of the day, you're like, but you I'm not really selling that many more houses. When you looked at, you know, again, the first couple of years were great, but then when you looked at what it translated into business, it just didn't make sense any longer. But I was in there way too long. Um, so that's something that I'm looking at is if we make a commitment to do something, you know, we're looking at the results. Are we, you know, does it make sense to continue? Um, and what's the return? And if there is none or there is not much of one, I'm out. So I'm not that agent who, if I'm getting a dollar on a hundred dollars, that doesn't work here. It just doesn't work. And there are agents that that doesn't bother them. That bothers me. <laughs> yeah. So, so, uh, let's talk listing appointments. First of all, what, what, what percentage of your business would you say is listings versus uh, buyers? You are like 60, 40, um, and 40 being listings, 60 being buyer sales. Okay. So you're going, so you did 150 deals. So, you know, you certainly listed 65, 70 houses last year. Certainly you had competition on a lot of those. Like how are you winning a listing appointments when you go on them? I would say the biggest way to win is to be prepared and I mean be prepared I am I don't turn over my list my preparation for listings to anyone else because I want to know going in that I know what I'm working with so the big prep is to ask questions so questions like tell me a little bit about your home bedrooms bathrooms I mean the basic stuff but the question that I always ask is is there anything when I come out that I will see that will positively or negatively impact the value of your home. And from that, you get a plethora of information. Like, <laughs> and they will just tell you everything. So typically when I go in, I am not only prepared from a market standpoint, and Catonsville is, Catonsville and Baltimore County are a little harder from this perspective. Columbia and Ellicott City, sometimes I like, oh, I wish I had gotten started there because you've got, you know, you've got townhomes that are very similar. Um, you've got single family homes that were built by a builder and the square footage and the models are, you know, it's one of three. When you get into Catonsville, it's a little harder because construction and aesthetically, they're very different. So I definitely do my homework. I've got a pretty good range as to where I think this home is going to be before I even walk in the door. And occasionally I am stumped, I'll admit, and I go, you know what, thanks for having me out. Normally at this point I'm able to make a price recommendation, but I've got to go back and do some more research. But I am well-researched, I have a listing agreement, and I have net sheets. And more often than not, a seller will say to me, wow, you are more prepared than anyone we've ever met, and you know your stuff. And I always ask up front, is there someone sitting at the table that is analytical? Analytical meaning they are stat-driven. So you're massively prepared massively and they're very impressed. So go ahead. What, what question do you ask? So the next question I ask is there's someone here that, meaning if it's a husband and wife or it's a family, that tends to be more analytical. Is there someone? And Someone will always look, yeah, I'm the numbers person. I'm like, great. So that's the person that typically I spend my time conversing with because as you and I know, numbers don't lie. So as we go through that, you know, I'm making a case for here's why I believe your home should be priced 
here. And typically in a range, but more often than not, I'm complimented because I am prepared and I'm, I'm ready right then and there to take their home as a listing. And now a word about Rebus University, the future of real estate training from Buddy Blake of Wilmington, North Carolina. Hey, Pat, this is Buddy Blake with Remax Essential. Uh, it's been a little while since we talked, but I wanted to call you and thank you and your team at uh, Rebus University. We did the listing agent university and listing specialist course. I did it myself months ago, and I will tell you that that was one of the most informative systems I've ever done. It is meat and potato stuff versus the theoretical bullcrap that you see people say and do and certainly you go to all these conventions and people show you all these whiz bang new ideas this was real in the trenches stuff and uh, i use it myself and you may not even know it but we use it for my team i have a team of about 10 and before i allow buyer agents to take on new listings and become listing agents per se be able to do listings they are required to go through this course also We've expanded it out. I have five Remax offices, and we've got over a hundred agents in our company, and a good percentage of them are now taking this course as a training program, especially new agents that we onboard that are brand new into our system. We require them before they can go on their first listing appointment to take and pass this entire course. Uh, it is the best thing that's out there right now. If you're interested in your agents having a better close ratio than any other agent competing in your market, go to hybendigital.com backslash teams to get group pricing. Get every one of your agents certified like Buddy Blake does. So it sounds to me like you're basically reading your own market analysis as if you would read a legal contract before you even get there, right? You're sitting down with it, underlining, highlighting. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I very, just, very aware. You're not just showing up. No, I'm not just showing up. I mean, that's probably the thing that's disappointing is when I do lose a listing, it's a little frustrating because I know I've spent a lot of time and I'm ready and I, and I, and I know that. I'm the best person to get their home sold and I know what the number should be. And so what do you, what, what else would you tell me, right? If I was considering listing in my house and I, and I had two or three other agents I was interviewing, right? And they're all, let's say the price is the price or let's just say they're going to steal your price and listen at your price because you did all the research. So how are you going to win on the other side? How are you going to win on? Um, I have one one page that has five bullet points as to why we think we're the best at what there we go okay what are those five bullet points so and you didn't ask me for that so i don't have any <laughs> sorry but i would no. say the yeah. number the, the number one thing is we are full-time agents and we have a system to get your home sold to take you from a to z and that's kind of the basics kind of a cliche though like what what the, yeah it is a cliche but you know, it's very difficult, as you can explain to a seller, to really understand all the ins and outs of 
Zillow's important. Is my home going to be on Zillow? Are you going to try to get my Zestimate up? They know that if I'm sitting at that table, and that's one of the things I share with them, it's impossible for me to be this great salesperson and get your home sold. Okay, so talk a minute, because I don't know about that. So you, you actually tell them, as part of my service, I'm going to try to get your Zestimate up because it could screw you. Well, there's a way that you can go in if, if you're a premier agent and just make sure that the information is accurate on there, that you're accounting for square footage, that you're accounting for bedrooms. And that Zestimate does change. So whether you know, you're in agreement with whether you like Zillow or not, or you don't like their Zestimates or you don't, the general public has bought into this. So we approach it that, yes, we do use them. Yes, we're going to advocate for building this better in Zillow. So it's really reflective of your home. So we do advertise there, and that's one of the bullet points. It's not, again, as much as it used to be, but it's important to be on there and to be able that's to. That's kind of cool, yeah. And they just say, look, I'm going to do a Zillow audit, audit for you. Oh, we still want it. Oh, yeah. Well, this is what we're going to do. To make sure that the information is in there. I mean, they've created a great thing, and then it's a time-consuming thing, but you've got to have someone that's monitoring that. You could do a tax record audit, too. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's crazy how all of that changes up, and, and it changes week to week, and I never thought it did, but, you know, occasionally you'll go in and, you know, rooms are gone or you know, things just aren't reflected correctly. So that's certainly part of it. Um, we do use professional photography. Every home has its own website. And I've gone from using brochures and flyers to text to call for information so that it's a call capture system. So anytime anyone presses that button, it's a, it's a lead generation tool. And we're on that call within five minutes. What would you tell them the benefit of, of, of a family team is with me, my sister, and my mom? Well, I would, I would say this is if I'm sitting here with you and a call comes in about your home, your expectation is that I'm not going to pick up the phone and take that, correct? And they're like, yeah, that would be awful and rude. And actually, I got a listing the other day because a seller said to me, how come you haven't picked up your phone? And I said, mm -hmm. well, this is about you and your home. This isn't about what's happening in my life or who's texting me or who's calling. And he said, I'm hiring you because the last agent who was here, he took phone calls while he was here and he texted people. And honestly, I was sort of shocked. I mean, I, I know I'm old, but if you're on a listing appointment, that hour should be about them and not about what's happening. So in your life or anyone else's life for that matter. So big tip, like, you know, in, unless the flood is coming down the hill, <laughs> not want to pick up your phone. Yeah. I mean, no, that's a great strategy. I love it. I, I, I think you could actually build on that. Basic thing. It's, it's just basic. Like treat people with respect, treat their time as if that's a privilege. They've invited you into their home. Why would you take a phone call? I, I, Right. I mean, you could, you could say, listen, I left my phone in my glove box mm -hmm. and I will stay here as long as you need me to today. I've blocked off the afternoon with you or whatever. Yeah. And then every week after this, I'm going to have a video meeting with you for a half an hour and my phone will also be turned off and it'll be one-on-one -on -one. and we will continue this video meeting until 
you know, the house is sold, settled, whatever. And my point is that you will get undivided attention, undistracted attention. You won't get short answers. You won't get one word answers. You won't get cryptic things you can't understand via text or social media. Everything will be here and you'll actually be able to see what's going on in my office and what we're doing. And I'll be able to show you on the screen what I've done and uh, what your file looks like. And, and we can read through documents together and we can just, I mean, just by showing people that you can give them focused here and now presence, you could build an entire, whatever you want to call it, an entire uh, way of doing business well, I, I, again, it's it's maybe getting back to the basics but i think you know it, it's an appointment and it's for them it's like a doctor's appointment it's a financial advisor's appointment i mean if you and i walked into our financial planner and you know as you're trying to figure out how you're going to grow your wealth and they're taking phone calls you'd probably walk out of the room i i would have some big questions like you know, this is really important to me. And you have to remember that we're handling, in most cases, someone's largest financial investment. And that time is, it's critical. I, I think the other thing that you talked about, and I do, we make this as part of our commitment is, and I do it religiously. And look, there are weeks, it's hard. Fridays come and they're busy and we're anticipating the weekend. But I make a commitment to every seller, we will talk or you will hear from me every Friday. Now, we might not connect, but I leave them a voicemail and just say, hi, it's Missy. I'm just checking in. As I promised you, we had five showings this week. It appears we have one interested party or maybe we have no one interested. And you know what? Let's go the weekend. We're holding an open house, but I think we need to connect this time next week to really talk about what we're going to do to get your home sold. And that's over the phone, and it's an easy, easy communication. Do I always want to do it? No, because there's weeks that sometimes go by, and I'm like, why the hell is this home not sold? Or what am I <laughs> Right. You run from it, yeah. What, you want to run from it, but you've got to confront that because this is your job. They have hired you for market information, communication, and ultimately to get it sold. And it goes back to... If they're not happy and you're not performing, they do not then become one of those past customers that continue to build your business. And that's how I really look at it is if I've upset this one person or disappointed or I haven't followed through, I lose that person for life because they are never going to refer me again. And that is critical to me moving forward and this business moving forward. And you're probably going to hold, you know, by facing it, you're going to keep the listing rather than lose it. I mean, imagine if you, you know, it go, you know, I heard Chris Christie on TV the other day when he was saying, uh, he made a statement that was very impactful. He said, he said, it's, it's harder to hate up close. Yeah. And I really think that if you were up close with your clients, and again, this is such a cliche and so old school, like you said, but if you were up close with your clients once a week, it'd be very difficult for them to fire you, especially if they are looking at your face on a video. Screen. And they know that you're doing something. Right. The, the worst part is, and you know, th this has happened in the past because you get a seller that's just, you know, you're just not, you're, you're just, you're so 
far apart. You just can't even like you, you, I say to myself, how did I ever get here? <laughs> Honestly, I mean, we've all had them and I'm not going to lie. And I'm sure they're thinking the same about me. But as soon as you let it go in that direction, it is it is so hard to get back on path. So, you know, if, if you've said, here are your commitments, keep them and do them. And they know that you're working on it versus if you go out of communication and then, of course, you post on Facebook that you're sitting at the beach and a seller has access to that. <laughs> Worst possible combination. And listen, you know when your phone rings, when you're sitting on the beach, it's because you have not done your job. Right. <laughs> you're trying to spend time with your family and the phone rings. You're like, so here's what I do. Get it done during the week so that when you're home on Saturday and Sunday or you're spending time with your family, your phone's not going to ring. And you're you don't not, feel guilty, yeah. You're not taking that awkward phone call. It, 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 it's just it's because done. you had a pre-programmed call with them already you're done and you you're yeah. done and you told them that hey i'm well, got a soccer match or i got a well i don't really think you need to share whatever. that i'm not one about sharing that but i think you've this is a business and you've you've communicated what's going on as it relates to their home and here's what we're doing and here's what we're gonna get done so just my thoughts that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Well, Missy, listen, as you know, everybody that comes on the show brings a gift for our audience, and we put it in a toolbox. We call it the Agent Success Toolbox. And what I'm going to do is put it on hybendigital.com backslash Missy Miller. I'll make it easy, M-I-S-S-Y-M-I-L-L-E-R, hybendigital.com backslash Missy Miller. All of Missy's contact information will be on there. If you want to send her a referral or reach out to her and say thanks for sharing, as well as her social media profiles, that sort of thing. Uh, but also, we're going to put her free gift there. So, Missy, what is your free gift today? So, the, the free gift, we did a lot of soul searching at the, at the beginning of the year about, you know, quite frankly, we had lost contact with a lot of our past clients and center of influence. So, I sat down and talked to a lot of people from mortgages to you know, insurance people, like, how are, how are you staying in touch with people? And what have you done to get back into rapport, get back in touch with people? So we developed a, a, a postcard. And oddly enough, um, it's been very successful. It's, um, you'll, you'll see when it's on there. But I, I just felt like I was in communication with, you know, that 10% of our past clients and I wanted to bring people back into the fold. I just felt like, you know, we had worked with all these great people and we just, I, I for whatever reason, and, and it's a function of getting busy that you, you don't do those things. So I wanted to be genuine in reaching back out to them. So the, the number one postcard is that. And then the second one is just a follow up. Um, to that. And then we have a third one going out. It's going out quarterly. And basically, I, I sat down and talked with, you know, an advertising group. And they said, you don't even have to change the postcard, you can change the message. But it's that you are reaching back out and that it's a genuine effort offering a little something of value. So I wanted to share that with people who perhaps were in our same shoes felt like, you know, they had this huge database, but wasn't getting anything out of it and how to kind of reconnect back with them. That's awesome. That's awesome guys. So that'll be on hybendigital.com backslash Missy Miller. And it will also be on hybendigital.com backslash toolbox, or you can text the word toolbox 
to 444-999 and get the entire toolbox with Missy's postcards and tons of other items of utility that other agents that have been on the show have supplied to our listeners for free. Missy, this has been awesome. Great catching up with you. Please tell everyone hello at Remax Advantage, my stomping ground for 15 years. I miss all you guys and uh, hope to connect with everybody again soon. Awesome. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Good connecting. Thank you so much for tuning in to Real Estate Rockstars. If this free content is giving you a ton of value, I want to ask a small favor in return. I need you to pull out your pointing finger and hit the subscribe button. Yes, hit subscribe, please. The more subscribers that we get on Real Estate Rockstars, the better guests are attracted to the shows. We'll get more guests from the top companies, from the top teams, and even more celebrity guests like Robert Kiyosaki and Barbara Corcoran. Also, if you're not a member of our free Facebook group, go to Real Estate Rockstars Radio right on Facebook and join the conversation. I'm on there myself on FaceTime Lives, and we have a lot of communications and questions about the show, and I'd love to see you there. And it's free. People ask me all the time, where am I on social media? I'm real easy to find. Just type in my name. My IG is I am Pat Hyben. It is blowing up on Instagram, adding tons of subscribers. And I'm on there probably twice a day. So definitely follow me on Instagram as well as everywhere else. Thanks again for listening and keep rocking. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.